Welcome to this Humber Business Week special episode of the Street Sessions, the business podcast brought to you by Street's Chartered Accountants. I'm James Pinchbeck, the firm's marketing partner, and I'll be hosting this session, which is one of five interviews being broadcast throughout Humber Business Week. Titled The Working Lunch, each day I'll be joined by a guest, someone not only influential and inspirational in their field, but also passionate about Hull and the Humber region. In conversation, we find out more about not only their role and the organisation they work with, but also gaining an insight into what they think makes Hull a great place for enterprise and a vibrant and diverse community. We'll be looking to lift the lid on Hull's best-kept secrets and putting to the city and region on the map. I'm delighted to be welcome for this episode, Kath Lavery, Chair of Humber Business Week Steering Group and Chair of Yorkshire Ambulance Service NHS Trust. Welcome, Kath. Morning, James, and lovely to be here. Perhaps we can talk a bit to start off, Kath, telling, us, telling listeners about your varied roles. And obviously, you've been involved with Humber Business Week. Uh, I think you said you've been chair for 11 years. Um, and also then your, your, your probably what I might call your day job, but I know you have many jobs and perhaps they don't all go into one day, around Yorkshire Ambulance Service, if that's all right. Absolutely. I, um, I am chair of the Business Week steering group, um, but I've been involved in Business Week since 2004 when it was invented by uh, Paul Sewell. I was then Paul's local government cabinet member for business and the economy. So that took me into that steering group. And then I took the chair, as you quite rightly say, 11 years ago this year. So we missed one last year, which would have been my 10th anniversary, which is a shame. Um, I am involved in the NHS. I had a career in uh, in local government and in the trade union movement, but left in 2007 to concentrate on the NHS. So I do chair Yorkshire Ambulance Service NHS Trust, obviously a Yorkshire-wide service. So I've got the whole of Yorkshire right from the top of Bainbridge right down to uh, the bottom of South Yorkshire. I sit on the board of Navigo, which is a community interest company based in Grimsby, which delivers mental health services for the NHS. And I work with the University of Hull's Faculty of Health Sciences as a, as a consultant. And I chair the Hull Kingston Rovers charity, just for a bit of fun. <laughs> And the love of the league. I was going to say, I wonder how you get time to fit all those in, and you, and you do an exemplary role on all of them. So, <laughs> I mean, the, the question I've asked all guests is, what is, are, are your organisations, associations links to Hull? But you've got quite a diverse link to Hull, from you know health and well-being to sport to the business community, haven't you? Uh, yes, and I have had for quite a long time. I, I think it does sort of bemuse people, but I think it's been my life for so long that it just is. I am of this place. And um, I was born out near Withensea, but in a, one of the agricultural villages in Burton Pidsey, if anybody knows the area, out near Withensea. But I've been in Hull since my 20s. I've lived here for 50 years. And I suppose, you know, okay, Yorkshire Ambulance is on a big footprint, isn't it? But I've worked Hull and Humber for an, 40 years or more. And this is my place. And so what I do, whatever sector it's in, is all based on this place and its communities, I think. Which neatly runs on to my next question. 
Why do you see or think the area is a great place to, 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 to both run a business, but also, I mean, a lot of the organisations you're involved in are there to support the community. Um, what, what do you think makes it a great place for those activities? We are a very distinct community, and that has something to do with our geography. You know, we are the end of the line, you know, whether it's the North Bank or the South Bank, Humber is itself, it has a very distinct flavour, hasn't it? it? It's like nowhere else in, in Britain at all. And it is a real community. You know, I couldn't have done Business Week for as long as I have with no budget, you know, with no money. Um, <laughs> Business Week runs on people's goodwill and their sense of community, the fact that they know each other and they are committed to this place. And the business community really is, you know, I mean, I know that, you know, obviously I've worked in local government and the NHS and there's that massive commitment to community, but the business community has that too, particularly here. And I don't think that exists everywhere. Uh, I've had other people come to me and say, how the heck do you do business week with no funding? Say, well, because people want to do it and they come together to do it. So that makes this place very, very special and very different, I think. Obviously, it's affordable. You can't take that out of the equation. You know, you can you can find accommodation here. You can live here. You can buy a house here in a much more affordable way than you can in other parts of the country. And it's beautiful, isn't it? This place is beautiful in ways that nobody really gets if you don't come from here. It, it's a great place to, to live and raise a family and run a business. And, you know, all that big sky and fresh air and the rivers is, um, it makes it very, very different. But it comes down in the end to the fact that this place is a community. It's not just a collection of people. It, it's a real community. I couldn't agree more. I think it's a, a very a strong sense of community as a city and, and an area, isn't it? What, what do you think is Hull's best kept secret or something not known about Hull that people should know more about Hull? Well, it, it is that I think it's a very creative city. I, I know we were city of culture, but it is a very creative city. It, it's it's not, for want of a better word, dark satanic mills, is it? You know, it is it is a gorgeous place. It has its problems. All cities do, but it is a beautiful place. Hull has more trees than most places I've ever been. You know, I, I live in the west of the city and those big tree-lined boulevards that are so much part of Hull's identity. And it, it's just glorious. It, the way it looks is is fab. And if if you go away from Hull and, and this part of the world, the estuary itself, you miss the water, don't you? You miss that massive river and um, and the skies and the flatlands that um, give you those massive sky, uh, skies. I think, you know, I'm horribly claustrophobic. And if you're born and raised where I was out in Holderness and you live in Hull, that whole sense of space and sky is is absolutely who we are. And I think people don't get that. You go to Manchester and Glasgow and you get those big canyons of, of streets with massive buildings and they they sort of hem me in. <laughs> I, I, I think people quite don't understand that sense of space and freedom you get um, when, you, when you're in this part of the world. No, I think you've described some of the natural beauty of the surrounding area, the, nat- the, 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 the natural environment that creates such a, a, a tremendous setting, uh, an open space, doesn't it? Yes. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Where, where, where would be your favourite place to visit or special place to visit? I, I've got to go back to Holderness, really, because um, Spurn Point is it's 
I, I was born in one of the little villages um, towards Withensea and my dad was a farm worker and, and indeed the local gamekeeper. That is my is where my heritage is. My family goes back in that part of the world until the mists of time. You know, it really does. And so I come from sort of farming stock in, in that part of the world. I love living in Hull. Um, I mean, my, my husband often says to me, you know, do you want to go back and live out there? No, I don't. I, I really, I really don't. I, I love the city. I was converted to cities as a student in Leeds. And I love living in Hull. I've been here a long time. But the the Holderness vistas and that sense of farmland and, and the, the big flatlands is, is my special place. And if anyone's ever been to Spurn Point, that wildness of, of the Isthmus and, you know, you've got the North Sea and, and the Humber is just one of the most special places around here, I think. So at the heart of it, yes, yeah, still a Holderness girl, however much I uh, love being part of Hull. That's great to hear. Um, you're, you're most admired Hull person. Um, they can be living or no longer living. So who who do you have great admiration for or, you know, is, is your Hull hero, I suppose? Um, there are a lot, and I... I... I, I think about this, but you can't take William Wilberforce out of this, can you? And it's a little bit trite for somebody like me, I suppose. But um, the horror of the slave trade and, and what that meant and to people who were trafficked um, out of Africa and the way that the, the, a lot of the wealth of this country was, was built on that trade and the parliamentary few that pushed for the abolition. And, and Wilberforce was no, you know, he wasn't a sanctified hero. I mean, you know, they, these were human beings and and they were of their time and they didn't get everything right. But to push for it with that, that small few of parliamentarians against some of the biggest voices with, um, with all that wealth that came from that trade must have been incredibly difficult. You know, and I started life as a politician. You, you know that. I was on the council for a long time. It takes a certain sort of determination. And he did live to see it, not banned worldwide, but at least the first act to go through Parliament. Yeah, I, I have massive admiration for people who pick up a cause, a really embedded cause for the world, and, and just not put it down. And, and so it, it has to be Wilberforce, really. And, and I, I think, you know, to, to be to walk a mile in his shoes at that at that time and, and run with this huge cause for the, for the betterment of mankind must have been an incredible thing to do. So it is Wilberforce. Yeah, I agree. A truly inspirational individual and made such a difference to so many people, um, not just here in the UK, but globally as well. I think that's uh, game puts Hull on that uh, global map, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. What would you say if uh, about Hull, if someone asked you on an overseas holiday um, or a business trip that you're outside the Hull area and someone goes, you know, um, bump into some of the bar. So you come from Hull. Tell us something about Hull. What, what, what do you, in, in, in a succinct way, what would you say about Hull to them? Well, I think the first thing you usually have to say is, where is it? Because the, the um, I think City of Culture is something like that, but people never know where it is. I suppose what I'd say is come and see it for yourself. Don't judge it on what you read or what you've heard or anything else. I'd, I'd say come and see it. Just come and have a look and then make your mind up. Because um, I think we are a hugely hidden joy of, uh, of, of Britain and um, I just want people to come and experience it before they decide what we're like really. 
again, I think actually uh, probably in the current climate, uh, where there's more talk of staycations. I think uh, over the last 12 months or so, people have, 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 have sought out more of their locality and, and, and perhaps more of their, the country in which they live in. And then hopefully that will encourage people to, to travel to places never been to see what is on the map, you say. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. If, if not having a working lunch, how might you spend your lunchtime? Uh, and what is your favourite lunchtime snack? Or would you, where would you lunch in Hull if that was the case? I, I tend to have working lunches. My days are horrendously busy. Um, so I'm a grab a quick sandwich girl, really. Um, if, if I have the time, then I, um, I got a liquid jade, in, uh, which is just off White Frigate. It, it, it's run by the wonderful Helen Schofield, who at one point of her life was the director of the Hulkingston Rovers charity. And she left us to set um, to, to take over the ownership and running of Liquid Jade. It's a fabulous place um, uh, just off White Frigate. Gorgeous to look at. Beautiful food. Yeah, you, you can pop me down in, in Helen's cafe anytime you like. Thank you. I uh, hope you've still got time to nip out and or, or grab a sandwich before the, your afternoon starts then. Thank you, Kath, for joining us and for sharing your thoughts on what makes Hull and the Humber region special. Uh, as, as we're uh, re- broadcasting this at the start of the uh, business week, uh, may I wish you continued success and, uh, and I know there's a lot of vibrant events on and lots going on. So um, we're looking to grab you to talk to you to, at this moment in time. Um, and as I say, I hope we haven't taken too much time out of your lunch. Not Kathy, at all, James. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Kathy is one of five special guests for our Humber Business Week working lunch interviews. You can catch up on Anchor, Apple Podcast, or Spotify with our other interviews with guests Deanne Thomas, CEO of the Sailors Children's Society, entrepreneur and managing director of Dione, Alistair O'Sullivan, and David Keel, chair of C4DI and tech and digital innovator, along with Nick Marshall of Rescue, a world-class contact centre. Thank you also to you for listening. We look forward to catching up with you again in future sessions.